0: March 31st, the book of Luke, chapter 9, verses 7 through 27. When reports of Jesus' miracles reached Herod Antipas, he was worried and puzzled, because some were saying, this is John the Baptist come back to life again. Others were saying, it is Elijah, or some other ancient prophet risen from the dead. I beheaded John, Herod said. So who is this man about whom I hear such strange stories? And he tried to see him. When the apostles returned, they told Jesus everything they had done. Then he slipped quietly away with them toward the town of Bethsaida. But the crowds found out where he was going, and they followed him. And he welcomed them, teaching them about the kingdom of God, and curing those who were ill. Late in the afternoon, The twelve disciples came to him and said, Send the crowds away to the nearby villages and farms, so they can find food and lodging for the night. There is nothing to eat here in this deserted place. But Jesus said, You feed them. Impossible, they protested. We have only five loaves of bread and two fish. Or are you expecting us to go and buy enough food for this whole crowd? For there were about five thousand men there. Just tell them to sit down on the ground in groups of about fifty each, Jesus replied. So the people all sat down. Jesus took the five loaves and two fish, looked up toward heaven, and asked God's blessing on the food. Breaking the loaves into pieces, he kept giving the bread and fish to the disciples to give to the people. They all ate as much as they wanted, and they picked up twelve baskets of leftovers, One day, as Jesus was alone, praying, he came over to his disciples and asked them, "'Who do people say I am?' "'Well,' they replied, "'Some say John the Baptist. Some say Elijah. And others say, "'You are one of the other ancient prophets risen from the dead.' Then he asked them, "'Who do you say I am?' Peter replied, "'You are the Messiah sent from God.' Jesus warned them not to tell anyone about this. "'For I, the Son of Man, must suffer many terrible things,' he said. "'I will be rejected by the leaders, the leading priests, and the teachers of religious law. "'I will be killed, but three days later I will be raised from the dead.' Then he said to the crowd, "'If any of you wants to be my follower, you must put aside your selfish ambition.' "'shoulder your cross daily, and follow me. "'If you try to keep your life for yourself, you will lose it. "'But if you give up your life for me, you will find true life. "'And how do you benefit if you gain the whole world "'but lose or forfeit your own soul in the process? "'If a person is ashamed of me and my message, "'I, the Son of Man, will be ashamed of that person "'when I return in my glory.'" and in the glory of the Father and the holy angels. And I assure you that some of you standing here right now will not die before you see the kingdom of God.
1: When I look at people, I always ask the question, I say, man, tell me what Nike stands for. They said, oh, Inc., that's easy, just do it. I said, tell me what Adidas stands for. Oh, Inc., that's easy, man, impossible is nothing. I said, now tell me what you stand for when people look at you, do they think excuses? When people look at you, do they think victory? When people look at you, do they think that's a person that's gonna give me everything they got, not on some days, but on every day, and it's not gonna be predicated upon if I feel like it, because I think we all know if we only worked on the days when we felt like it, none of us would get much accomplished. I'm talking about the real level of commitment, not the commitment that falls in line if everything goes right. I'm speaking of the commitment that says I am going to stay true to what I said I would do long after the mood that I've
2: it in his life. See, most people, ladies and gentlemen, are stoppable. Most people, all you have to do is tell them no. All you have to do is make it inconvenient for them. All you have to do is make it difficult for them and they're stuck. See, when you go to get your goal, don't think that all you have to do is think positive and everything's going to work out okie dokie for you. When you go to get your gold, you're sending a telegram to Murphy's Law to visit you personally. You thought you were just going to have a dream and a goal, and you were just going to wake up and just walk into the sunset. You're like, dream, boom. It don't work like that. You have a dream and then life pumps you. Life punks you and say, do you really want this? You're going to lose friends. Do you really want this? Do you really want this? Cousins gonna abandon you. People that you used to be like this with gonna think you bougie and don't wanna deal with you. It's a part of it, but I paid too much. If I was gonna quit, I would've quit in the abandoned building when I wanted to commit suicide and take my life. I should've quit when I heard my voice say, your mama don't want you, your daddy don't want you. Take your life. I got through that. So why am I gonna quit over F on a grave? Come on. And so I'm telling y'all, you have come too far to quit now. You have invested too much to quit now. You have lost too much to quit now. Don't cry about it. Don't whine about it. Get a reward for your pain. And
1: so by being committed to everything that I started, I finished it, it built a certain type of spirit. It built a certain type of mentality. It built a certain type of individual. And so now I couldn't quit even if I wanted to. I couldn't stop even if I wanted to. too much sweat equity in my life and everything that I was doing. You're too close to quit now. You gotta take another lap. You gotta take another lap. Cause you never know. This might be the one. You can't stop cause you're tired. You can't stop cause you got your feelings hurt. You gotta take another lap. Keep walking, keep walking, keep walking. You're gonna make it, you're gonna do it. You got an unstoppable fire. Come on,
2: take another lap. Don't you stop, don't stop walking.